look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Daniel Crosby with us. He's a psychologist. He's also a behavioral finance expert and New York Times bestselling author on market psychology. And you and I both know from personal history that um, psychology, behavioral finance, has such a big role to play with how people react both positively and negatively to what's happening. Correct. And, and I think we've learned very early in our career, in fact, even before our career started, that we were not wired to be good investors ourselves. Right. And so we had to adopt some sort of discipline. Right. Um, and when we, we adopt the discipline and we stick to it, over time it reaches our clients' goals. Sure. And so the, the hard part is even when we start seeing the markets rally or we see the markets fall, we have an emotional reaction, you and I. Yep. We sit down, we discuss, debate, throw things at each other, stuff like that that happens in our, in our investment war room, I call, I call, I call it. So yep. the, the interesting part behind that is that when we step aside and we take a break from our, our emotional reaction, we go, let's go back to the math, let's go back to what's, what's right for our clients. It's, it's interesting to see how we go through that. Can you imagine a person who's not in, responsible for other people's money, what they go through, and they're responsible for themselves while dealing with their goals, their family issues, whatever else may come up. It's, it's, you're juggling so many things, and, and sometimes you focus just on the money, and you think that's going to solve the other problems. And we've had many individuals come to us and have concerns about whatever's going on in their life, but they're really focusing on the portfolio until we dig in, right. and they go, this is what's going on in my life, my children, my spouse spouse, whatever's happening in their world, and then they come back and go, well, I'm just trying to focus my attention on the money because those problems are, I think if I have more money, it will solve those problems, and it, <laughs> it doesn't always work that way. So, so, Daniel, I'll bring you back in here, and my question to you is, should the surgeon be doing emergency surgery on a family member? Because that's what we're talking about when, you're get, when you get trapped in these emotional uh, decisions around your money. Yeah, emotion is uh, one of the uh, most powerful ways you can get messed up. And, you know, emotion is such a, a powerful thing. It's a it's a mental shortcut for us. And, in uh, you know, if you're running from a tiger, emotion is a very powerfully positive thing that will activate you to do the right thing. Uh, if you're trying to make investment decisions, you'll do just the wrong thing. So chapter four of my new book says uh, the name of the chapter is if you're excited, it's a bad idea. So <laughs> I'm a believer that, you know, that that good investing is boring investing. Uh, and, you know, you need a professional in your corner uh, to help you, uh, you know, help you make sure you're not making exciting investments that are poor decisions. Yeah, absolutely. So now let's let's talk about some strategies yep. that we can help these listeners to become better investors. Give us some strategies that we can use today uh, to become better investors. Okay, so the first thing, you know, I go through 10 commandments, right, in my book. The first of them is just for your listeners to understand that they are what matters most. The best predictor of whether or not they get to their retirement goals uh, is not what you know world leaders do it's not what the market does the research shows that you are the best predictor of your success or your failure and it's boring it's boring stuff the blocking and tackling of investing mm -hmm. setting aside a little money each uh, each month you know managing your fees these sorts of things so taking ownership of that i think is the first and most powerful thing that someone can do the second thing that i think they need to do uh, is understand that you can't do this alone. You need a professional in your corner 
because there's such a huge gap between knowing what you ought to do and, and doing the right thing in that moment of fear or greed. So I cite research in the book, actually research out of Canada, uh, that shows that people who work with advisors uh, are, are twice as happy, they're three times as prepared, and they tend to do three to four percent better per year net of fees. And you know, the impact of three and a half, four percent over a lifetime of investing is it will double your terminal wealth. And so all of the research shows the reason these people are outperforming is not because, frankly, uh, their uh, advisors are putting them in the hottest mutual funds or right. anything that's outperforming. It's because they're saving them from themselves. They're keeping them from being their own worst enemy. And that is the most dramatically positive uh, thing that an investment professional can help you do. And that's little understood, I think, by the average client who thinks that they've hired sort of a, a local Warren Buffett who's going to put them in, in high-flying yeah. stocks. So what are your thoughts when it comes to those um do-it-yourself investors. I'm going to use robo-advisors because there's really no emotion when you have a robo-advisor working with you. Um, there's no conversation per se mm -hmm. on, on calming people down because you know people who are, and I'll, I'll use the best example, exchange-traded funds or ETFs. When the markets are volatile like they've been since February, you see massive outflows of ETFs. And the, the, the reason why ETFs, or one of the reasons why they had ETFs put in was you can buy the market at lower fees. So over the long term, you'll make more money versus an actively managed who can't um, perform equal to or better than the market. But we're seeing people have take money out of the ETFs. And that, that, that's a reaction mm -hmm. to a long-term approach. So, so what, what's the... Um, what, what's the what's your feeling towards those types of investment approaches, do-it-yourself or discount brokerages and, and robo-advisors? Because there's many Canadians who are going to be uh, are in or going to be looking at that as an option for their financial future. What are your thoughts behind those? So there there are things um, there are things that robo-advisors do extremely well, and there are things uh, about which I think they're entirely unproven. So the thing that uh, robo-advisors do well is they can come up with a nice, low-cost, well-diversified asset allocation for you. They can do that as well uh, as, as any advisor on the planet. Now, what they are unproven at, because most of them are only five, six, seven years old, and it's been an extremely uh, heady, bullish time to be an investor, what remains to be seen is if people continue to make good decisions when times get tough, when there's a 30 40 50% drawdown in equity markets, uh, will those robo-advisors be able to hold the hand and constrain the bad behavior of those investors? I think that that is uh, questionable. Uh, it remains to be seen. But I think the, the efficacy of robo-advice lives and dies uh, on their ability to do that because, once again, it's that and not market returns that drive this great performance over long periods of time. Mm -hmm. So to the extent that people can override uh, that robo or do it themselves, they will tend to make all the wrong moves at the wrong times. So I'm, I'm an investment advisor myself here in the States. I've written you know three books on behavioral finance. I have a PhD, and I pay a financial advisor to manage my money because I know I'm as stupid as the next person when it comes right down to it. Uh, and when things get scary. Yeah, it's the surgeon doing 
emergency surgery on their family, right? It is uh, it is a behavioral issue, not a necessarily a mathematical issue. I think that's I think that's really interesting. Um, I, I contend, you know, we've often heard that the market is driven by fear and greed. I think it's only by fear. It's the fear of missing out or it's the fear of losing money, but um, so be it. Call it what you want. Maybe just talk to us briefly about that before, uh, before we have to wrap up this segment, sort of those two uh, overriding general principles. And, um, and how do people – give me some idea of how somebody might catch themselves, those guys who think they're better than what they are. How do they catch themselves in that thought process and say, oh, I better take a deep breath here? Well, you know, it's interesting. One of the, the best things that I think you can do is keep a trade journal. Like if you if you are intent on trying this yourself and you want to see if you're really uh, as, as hot as you think you are, uh, is to keep a trade journal. I had a friend uh, call me recently who is not in the industry, who's not a professional investor, and said, wow, I've, I've gotten these incredible returns yeah. uh, picking stocks in my own account over the past five or six years. And I'm thinking, that I may want to get into the business. And I said, wow, you know, I'm, I'm happy for you. Let me, let me see your track record a bit. And it was, you know, worse, worse than a buy and hold index investor. Um, but we don't remember these things accurately, right? We don't, mm-hmm. we, we attribute more greatness to ourselves than is likely do. We don't, uh, we, <laughs> we don't attribute that to just a rising market lifts all boats. And then simultaneously, when things go bad, we do blame it on externalities. So the the human tendency is when things are going well, I did that. When things are going poorly, I blame someone else. And so those those two reflexes uh, are are pretty damaging when it comes to trying to be a money manager. So I think, uh, you know, if you're intent on doing this and you think you're great, uh, keep a trade journal and know, uh, know in financial markets that you can get the right results. Uh, for the wrong reason. That's yeah. a very tricky thing about markets uh, is that you can r- be right and still be a moron, as I say. And so you have to do this for, you know, for, for long periods of time to know if it's due to your skill and not to luck. Daniel, we have to leave it there. I want to thank you very much for joining us today. Yeah, my pleasure. Well, Daniel Crosby is a psychologist, a behavioral finance expert, also a New York Times bestselling author. And I think, you know, there's a lot of um, a lot of validity to what he's saying, right? And we talk about it maybe in slightly different language. We talk about the context of the money. I think we have to start educating people, Faisal, about going down that path, particularly in retirement, about attaching a context to what the money's supposed to do, right? That was the picture of looking at your kids. We've got to look at a picture of what it is this money's supposed to do. What's your vision? And build yeah. a strategy to that outcome, right? And not worry so much about what the best performing equity index is because you get trapped on the wrong side of that. Okay, time to take a break. But uh, before we do, let me remind everybody that uh, on Tuesday, May 29th, 7 o'clock at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits, we'll be hosting our next uh, seminar, educational seminar on transitioning to our living in retirement. If you'd like to join us for that, give us a call at 966-8400 or go to morethanmoneyradio.com and you can register there. Now, don't go away because after the break, we'll be learning what you need to know to help your loved ones with probate. All the fees, taxes, loopholes associated with it, all of that and more on 770 CHQR and More Than Money. 
David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.